It is now time for a very noble six edition of Game Pass or Pass, a podcast where we play games on Microsoft Game Pass servers and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply pass on by. Get rid of them like the planet Reach. <laughs> I am Corey. Oh, well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I am man. joined by Basher. Uh, what's the deal, good sirs? I just wanna, before we get this show off running, I just want to say uh, shout out to my boy Sonic opening up this uh, Valentine's Day. Everybody should go see it. Apparently, a $50 million opening almost. Are they? Wow, that's more than I I was going to expect like 30 well, to 40. It's 41 to 47. I'm guessing mm. once that word of mouth hits, it's, got, it's going to be 50, 60. I, like, look, let's be honest. I don't think it looks bad. I really not, don't. Not anymore. I mean, right. I mean, sure. I, I didn't. I think the original concept for Sonic was bad, but I mean, the movie itself. It doesn't look. It looks like, like a. It looks like a movie that Hollywood would make. I'm, like, like I'm jokingly going to go see it. Oh, I'm gonna see it because because I'm because I'm that guy with Sonic. But at the same time, like uh, before I saw any chill, I was hoping it would be so bad I can fake it being good. Like doom and that would be the joke, right? But it's like the trailer I just watched. I'm like, oh, it looks like a solid kids movie. Yeah, I'm gonna see it, and I'll probably think it's all right, and I'll move on with my life. It is episode 21, and this episode we're gonna be talking about Bungie's last Halo game, Halo Reach. But before we get to that, if you're listening to us on a podcast service of your choice, why not give us a rating? I know I ask about it. It's because I want to hear from you. You can also email us at gpopfans at gmail.com. Don't forget that. It's important, ladies and gentlemen. It's you not always that forget that. They don't forget that. You I know. I know. I know. It's so important that I forget it. I'm just so excited to talk about games. And I still haven't put it in the notes to talk about this stuff, but sometimes I just remember. So you want to let us know how we're doing, gpopfans at gmail.com. You can also rate us on your podcast service of your choice. But now it's time to talk about Halo Reach. Like I said, this was Bungie's last game on the Xbox 360. Their last Halo game before moving on to what is known as Destiny, which is a different topic for a different time. But this version of Halo Reach is actually the, quote, remastered edition, where they have uh, basically made it PC, uh, work on the PC, but also given it 4K 60 support on Xbox One X. As well as HDR, so that's sort of a spoiler alert, if it is Xbox One X enhanced. Regular price for this game is a little... It, this, so this one's a little weird. So on Xbox, you have to have Halo Master Chief Collection to be able to purchase Halo Reach, which is normally $9.99. But if you have Game Pass, you have it all. On PC, you can buy Master Chief Collection, the entirety, which will eventually have every Halo minus Halo 5 for $39.99. Or you can buy Halo Reach by itself on PC for $9.99. So a little, a little bit strange. But it is available on PC and Xbox. Uh, what's kind of strange is it is not Xbox Play Anywhere. So you cannot, you know, we found that out. You cannot actually play on PC and console at the same time. Which is very strange for Microsoft considering that's been their thing lately. It was a little jarring, I have to admit. And under the DLC category, I put this is DLC technically. So oh, the, the thing it, itself is DLC, right? Oh, yeah. So, so does it? Is this 
does this qualify as having DLC if it is DLC? I mean, I think they're all DLC. We downloaded it as content, therefore yeah, yeah. it's all DLC. You are you are correct. On Xbox oh. One X, you're going to get 4K60 HDR, which I've got to admit, game looks pretty nice for HDR a remaster. Fix, fixes everything. Like just H- the everything. HD, like. HDR is one of those things to where we haven't really talked a ton about it because I don't think we've really played many games that have HDR support um, that at least use it correctly. And this is one of the few games where they actually they went back and they did it right. You know, HDR is something that can easily be implemented in a way that is very, very just basic. And yeah, I get a little HDR here and there, but this game looks nice. It makes me excited to play some of the other games now in HDR when we get there. Uh, so Xbox One X, you're going to get 4K60. On regular Xbox One, you're going to get 1080p60. And on PC, um, I think it's fair to say that it, since it is an older game, it's pretty easy to run. I was able to run this thing at 4K60 on a 1063 gig and a, a Ryzen 2600. So not hard to run at all you could probably run this thing on pretty much anything at least at 1080p so i am uh i'm a bit like i mean i i don't know like i mean i i understand like they put a lot of money into this so like to to, to this whole venture so they have to so they have to recoup something but um with microsoft's backing i'm just kind of like and it being your own property at this point i just figure like something like this i feel like at least up to at least up to like maybe halo, halo 4 I could have seen like like the first few just kind of being like freebies for PC players, like just to get them kind of wet for the new uh, Halo coming out. But I mean, it's... I don't really think. But we'll get into we'll get to whether or not it's what it's worth. Yeah, the, this PC like release is strange. Like um, right. It just in general. So, but I, I think yeah, I think we'll get to that probably near the end. Um, so Halo Reach, we, uh, we're strictly only talking about the campaign, uh, so if this is your first time joining us, we have decided uh, up until the release of Halo Infinite, we're going to be at some point talking about every campaign in the Halo franchise, and we're deciding to do it in chronological order of the story because that's the way they are releasing it on the personal computer. Uh, so obviously Halo Reach was not the first Halo game to come out, but it does take place, uh, it's the oldest one in the adventure, so... It's going to be interesting to kind of play these in that order versus the actual release order because games change, et cetera, et cetera. So, but this game was sort of labeled as Bungie's last Halo game because Microsoft did end up sort of buying the franchise, not sort of, they did end up buying the franchise and Bungie went to go on to do different things. So this was the last time that Bungie, which is, and Halo is the game that made the Xbox and made Bungie really. So this was their last attempt. I I, I disagree. It wasn't Oni. I can tell you that much. It was definitely Blinks the Cat. Oh, well, all right, you got me there. You got me there, you jerk. So I I remember seeing a, uh, it may have been a Game Pro. No, no, it was, it was definitely an Xbox magazine. It was definitely 100% an, an Xbox magazine cover. Blinks the Cat, and it said, move over, move over Mario, move over maybe Sonic. Like there's a new King in Town or something like that. Yeah. It was Blinks the Cat. That sounds like a magazine headline for sure. <laughs> So, Halo Reach, what did we think about playing Halo Reach? So, I mean, uh, I'm going to go on record as saying Halo 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I just love that game. I, had a, I, had a, I, I still have very fond memories of it. Uh, I, met, I, I honestly met lifelong friends playing Halo 2. Like, just 
via the Xbox Live and just like playing Coag and all those all those fun maps, all those classic maps with classic weaponries and, and vehicles and stuff. And it's, like, it's Halo Two holds a very special place in my heart. I remember playing Halo uh, CE uh, uh, land parties back in the day. Uh, so it's like, I mean, it was it was fun enough. It, it didn't really, it, it didn't. It, I, I I enjoyed the campaign a lot more. I the the multiplayer part of it, the land part of it. I was just like, whatever. I, I enjoyed the campaign for what it was. I liked the character. So going into these series of games all over again. I'm hoping, I was hoping, to get a newfound respect for the storytelling, the lore, and the characters. This being the first one so far, I gotta say, it did not accomplish that goal for me. Uh, I just didn't get the whole fall of reach. Is like you have to understand, like. So after this is Halo, CE. So it's like the whole like playing through that game, I, and I can't wait to play through it now. Playing through that game, I don't remember Reach being that big of a deal. So like, the, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, was there a whole lot of talk about Reach and CE? Um, you know, I, I it's it's been a while since I have played. Same. Um, the original. Well. I take that back. Like I had, I have played the original probably two or three years ago. I did not finish it though, but it was something came out and I wanted to check it out and I ended up playing through like the first quarter of it. But no, I, I don't, as far as I remember, and I'm sure there's going to be someone that's like screaming at their, <laughs> right. their phone right now. You morons. I do not remember the word reach. I don't remember ever being a, a, uh, a major chapter that they ever talk about kind of thing. Um, For which this seems like a narrative, just, just in terms of narrative, this seems, Halo Reach seems like a less, an even lesser version of like a Star Wars Rogue One for me. Cause, cause at least maybe it's just my, maybe it's just my, my, my horrible recollection of things, but at least when I've watched Star Wars, and I haven't seen the original trilogy in forever. Like I only saw them once, and that was it. And I thought, whatever. But uh, at least I remember in that in that in that crawl or whatever they mentioned, like, like in it, like how they got the plans, and it was kind of like a one-off. Like we got the plans, we're good to go. Happened, but like the idea of reach in these four characters in, in Noble Six, uh, especially six of them actually, like. I don't even. Well, I, I guess that that's a way to hop in. Is that like, I don't mean to cut you off. No, the, you're good. The the idea of us sort of having an attachment to these characters of this team that. So, I remember the lead up to this game, and the lead up to this game was that like they basically it's the same thing as Rogue One. Well, it's not the same thing as Rogue One, but they tell you that they were going to fail kind of thing. Like you knew they were going to die. You knew that the mission was going to be one where they weren't going to come back kind of thing. And that was how they, they, they sold this game it was like, you're going to play this story. You're going to see what it's like, et cetera, et cetera. And which is fine. Like, I think that's a, a unique way to tell a story, but I remember even 
the first time playing this that when characters start dying and they start, you know, they introduce people, et cetera, et cetera. I was just like, I just don't care. Like, well, well, part of the, part of the problem I think is like, cause we beat this in two sittings essentially. Uh, about th- th- two and a half, three. Cause we yeah. got, we had to disconnect and all that. Right. Stuff, exactly. Yeah. So like two and a half settings, I would say. So like, it's not a very long campaign. No, not at all. So like, in about, I want to say, 12 chapters, you're losing teammates left and right. And you have no time with these characters. And, like, the only character the only character building you have is, I'm the, I'm the rough and tough one with the skull on my face. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I'm the girl. It's like, all right. It's like, you just, it's like a checkbox of basic characters. And they leave as, as fast as they come. I'm just like, I have no attachment to the characters. And then the story is set in the situation in a time period where it has, I mean, again, we'll, we'll play, through, play through the rest of them, but um, so far, as far as I remember, this has essentially no bearings on on any of the other of the, of the, of the other campaigns. So I'm just like, What's well, the I mean, point it, it, of this narrative? It does, but it doesn't. Like the main the main thing about this one is Cortana. Like which is strange to me. And I don't I don't want to keep talking about Rogue One, but like Rogue One set everything in motion for four, five, and six. That's kind of like its thing. Whereas this sort of like it definitely sets thing in things in motion, but the fact that you don't get to know the characters and like you you go and basically grab Cortana and deliver her so that way she can basically on the on the pillar of autumn and then so that way then Master Chief picks her up, et cetera, and that starts Halo kind of thing. But you don't since you don't have any connection to these characters and you don't have any sort of I, I can't think of the word that I, I want to find here, but like you don't actually get introduced to Cortana. Like, also she, Cortana is, isn't. I'm, I, listen, I, I know for anyone who plays Halo, if any, for any Halo fan, if you list the top three characters, Cortana is probably number two or three, just because of she's like Cortana. But at the end of the day, like I'm sorry, but she's not that. She's not that stature of. She's not that kind of stature of a character. Like again, to compare it to Rogue One, because it's very much like Rogue One, where you don't meet Cortana until the last ten minutes. 15 right. minutes is the same thing with Darth Vader in that movie, the last 10 minutes. And it's like the difference being this is Darth Vader. We're talking about, he right. makes a hell of an entrance. Whereas Cortana is like, Oh, you're the AI. Right. And, and Cortana doesn't become interesting in my opinion until the later games. Um, and After what I find bunchy leaves, uh, right. I, Eh, it depends. She doesn't, she doesn't have a character arc until after, but you leave. I feel like, but no, she she has a character arc between two and three, um, a pretty large one, and she becomes more of a a major major player in terms of like the um, overall story, like starts to center around her in three four three games. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but but uh, my my point is is that as Looking at this game in two different ways of before 343 did their thing and this is being Bungie's last game kind of thing. It just – it sort of falls flat 
in almost every aspect in the story wise for me. It's just I don't really care about the characters. It's cool that you see kind of the how what sets things in motion and you get to see Cortana, but like you don't learn anything. Like you don't you don't gain any insight on on pretty much anything in the overall Halo story when it comes to the games kind of thing. And that's that's where I'm just kind of I'm bored with it. Like I'm just like, all right, like. And maybe this is more dependent on how you view Halo, but like I view Halo as a a Master Chief game. So when you're telling a story that is not Master Chief, I think the these games tend to fall in their face. Like I mean, that was a large part of the people's problem with Halo Two. I remember right, I and Halo like, Five. Like, like Halo Five's half half. I remember like people being upset because you play as the other Arbiter. the Arbiter. Yes, at the for half the game you're like i don't i didn't sign up for this right and so that's how i i definitely feel about this game too it's just like stop taking me like i get it it makes a little more sense here because this is before master chief like i shouldn't say before master chief but master chief is not alive during this game he's not activated whatever you want to call it um and so i get it but at the same time it, it's just anytime you take master chief out of the equation I'm instantly bored because you don't you never give enough time to establish these characters. That's the key to right. me. You don't and, and they, they they wanted the squad based unit and it's again it's only twelve chapters, you don't get enough time with them. And I'm I'm thinking right now of a like a of a Metal Gear Solid situation where Kojima kind of pulled the rug from beneath you had you playing as Raiden or Raiden, whatever. And uh there's a reason that works and it's because he leans so hard into it where you're playing the entire game as Raiden and to the point where you're learning all about Raiden. You learn his backstory, where he came from, where he's going, what he's doing, how he got there, his plans for the future. You learned a lot about this character. By the end of Reach, I have no idea what Noble Six came... I, I can't recall what Nova Six really came from. What he did before, uh, before joining the squad, what like, like, uh, uh, like they're just guys in suits to me. Like, I, none, none of them have any right. depth. Right, and, and it's it's important to remember this is an Xbox 360 game. Like, so you know, it, this is an old game. It's over 10 years old at this point. So gaming was in a different spot, etc. I, I don't think that's an excuse, but it makes a little more sense when you co- kind of compare it to games of the modern era, uh, etc. So, I mean, I don't want to keep beating up on the story, but, like, so, like, that's where the story to me in, in this game is weak. And I I was hoping, because some people swear by Halo Reach. Some people say it's the best one kind of thing. And I think you can make an argument as it being one of the best playing ones. Um, and we'll talk about gameplay in a second. But I, rem- I was hoping revisiting it this time, I was going to be more attached to the characters. But I just, I wasn't. I really wasn't. And that was disappointing for me. Um, but when we go over to the gameplay, I think I sort of understand that argument now, how it's one of the better playing ones. Um, I have a long history of, of playing the Halo games, and I tend to like Halo 4 a lot, which some people absolutely hate. Um, but I kind of like it for the opposite reasons, but we'll get to Halo 4 eventually. So to focus more on this one, and this is... 100% a bungee halo game in that every level has a very kind of distinct look to it 
and it's got a you do something a little bit different on every level it's not a corridor shooter it's a more open-ended shooter with warthogs and flying missions and um just you, you're you're always doing something different which is something that i respect the the halo game or the bungee halo games because i always thought that they understood what made halo a little bit more than 343 which makes sense considering you know they created it etc um but i'm not how did, how did you feel about that side of it oh i completely agree uh the the, the game will open up uh or narrow in it will open up like it's it's a lot of just ebbs and flows into the gameplay uh you don't i mean if it's your first time going through it or or it's been a while like you forget like oh yeah this is when i get this this is when I get the scorpion. I get to do this. This is where I get to get the ghost. I get to do this. Where I get right. the war. I get to do this, or going to space and have the space battle. I kind of forgot that was in this game, which uh, is so which like, is I'm, cool. Uh, yeah, I think it's the only time that I re- I'm fairly certain that you ever have any kind of space sequence in a vehicle, um, and I think it's cool because it no chapter is the same. Like it truly is a different game from chapter to chapter. Like. I don't want to say like, you know, it's it's like you're playing two different games. That's not the, that's not the case. But they keep things fresh in a way that I think later games weren't able to do um, or didn't try to do, you know, depending on how or you look sh- at it. Or just but, shooters in general, really. I mean, right. they, 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 they tend to have the template and kind of and that's it. Whereas uh, Reach definitely feels fresh each chapter. So, like, I, I completely agree. Like, much respect to that. Um, my, my, my only, my only issue with that is some of those sequences last just an act too long. Like, it's just like, like, like the space missions, just like you enjoy it for, for that, for that, for that half of the, for that half of the chapter. And then even, even the story lends itself to feeling like it's over. There's like almost a checkpoint where you're like, okay, we're done. It's like, oh no, you gotta do it again. You gotta do it some more. Right. You gotta do it one more time. There's one mission um, where you're in the uh, the VTOL. Is, is that the name of the the the, the big ships? The Pelican looking thing. The Pelican, yes. There's one mission where you're in the Pelican, like most of the time, or going from base to base, and uh, like it's it's fun, like for for the time it is, and then and then it sounds like the. Uh, there's a point where the, almost the game knows you're tired of it, and it literally says, "All right, team, just one more to go." And right. it's like, "Yeah, you, you, yeah, like it should have been over with." Because I'm kind of, we've been there already. Right, and I, I can agree with that. Um, it, I, I don't want to say like it wears out its welcome because that, that's not quite what I want to say, but it. And it's it's strength is that they, too long. Yeah, like its strength is that it, it it keeps you doing different things, but it it feels like for the sake of a longer runtime, it sort of has you do things maybe a little too long, which I think it is a testament to when the game was made, kind of thing. Because back then, a four to six hour game was just now starting to be acceptable um, in that regard, and I think that this game falls sort of victim to wanting to be longer than it is kind of thing. Like I, I don't want to again, go too deep and off tangent, but it's just like, you know, this was this, this was after halo ODST where that game is, you know, knowingly shorter than the rest of the games. And like, this is the, the era of when call of duty is sort of still finding its footing. 
of having a shorter campaign. It's just like it falls victim of it. It, it doesn't want to be too short because that's not that's not okay for a lot of people. But the solution was basically make every mission a little bit longer, kind of thing. And I think it ends up hurting it playing a it bit, now a yeah. bit because the testament out like that I give to just Bungie Studios in general, and the reason why I'll even consider playing Destiny again is um the gameplay is just like they like when it comes to just when it comes to just a fun shooter like they like them in um uh the studio that uh that does Titanfall I forgot the name Respawn. of it Respawn yeah they know how to make a fun shooter just just basic right, right. just basic pure shooting is fun so it's like right off the bat like. I haven't played this game in what ten years or something. Like, how long has the game been out? And it's like, from the first mission, I'm like, this is how I play. Like, it's, it's right. like it's like I never missed the beat. Everything just felt right. Everything felt good. Even the sprint button, sprint button being on, on the left shoulder pad for me. I'm like, nope, this this works. This 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 is how you do this. Uh, so it's like switching weapons, uh, picking up weapons off the ground, uh, assassinations, uh, just. The, the 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 floating the floating jumping like it's it all just comes together and it still feels very good, right? And the Bungie has always been very strong at letting you sort of tackle each situation the way you want to. Um, you know, you can you can play it more. Like I I definitely noticed you're you're more of a charge up the pistol, drop the shields, and going for the kill kind of thing. Um, at least that's what I saw. I don't maybe I just happened to see those times. But I'm definitely more of a long-range Halo player. You know, I, I want I want the BR, I want the DMR, I want to be able to take those people out from a distance and not get into any trouble, kind of thing. Um, but that, that's that's where Halo's always been strongest. Is you can sort of tackle the situation the way that you want to. Um, they'll give you the tools, and you just have to decide how you want to use them. I completely um, agree. There, yeah. there are games out there like uh, Borderlands that keeps. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, so many of these games. You you probably name off way more it's just those games where it's like those those class-based shooters that say all right we're a cooperative shooter and you play with other people and nothing about it's cooperative you're all doing the same thing right but halo like the reason you saw me playing that way is because the way you played because when i saw you hanging back i knew i I knew i can just go in get a couple of kills if i die you'll you'll be back there i can respawn just fine i will play differently if someone else was running up front Right. So like the Halo, but that's the that's kind of how I remember playing all the Halo games. Is like I just you can kind of play off the person next to you. Yeah, and and I I do think some of the later games, uh, especially three, I think did the co op best. Um, I think this game falls a little bit short and not and not giving you enough opportunity to truly work together. Um, if that makes sense, but I I think that's forgivable kind of thing. I don't think that's a huge flaw. Um, and I, I'll say that. I think the idea at the time of like the the armor lock and the jetpack and the 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 hologram and stuff like that, like I was never a huge fan of that in general. Um, I still think that it's a good idea. I don't think the practice was exactly nailed here. I ended up basically keeping sprint most of the time, except like when it forced us to have jetpack because there was craters and stuff like that. But like I tried switching up to armor lock and hologram, and it just it, it just didn't armor lock. I don't. I still don't get. I, I don't quite understand the point of armor lock because 
you 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 know if if you get into trouble and you throw into armor lock, as soon as you get out of armor lock, you're still screwed. Like, <laughs> so it's, well, in campaign, you, you you get a little bit of wiggle room. I feel like uh, sometimes multi, mul- multiplayer is just useless. Uh, yeah, multi- I mean the, the one like I feel like it, it's the the one thing I remember it doing, and I I never did it in the campaign because I didn't really have it. Like if you get stuck and you throw into armor lock. The, the grenade like detaches from you like i remember that being like a huge thing and then the same thing was with like um but the with, opposite like, uh, happened with vehicles too. yeah like with vehicles like if someone's about to run into you and you you throw an armor lock they hit you and they sort of it does damage to them kind of thing so like there was it was almost like the very specific scenarios for each one of these but the fact that you don't have them at your disposal at all times that makes them a extremely that's situational that's like, what killed me in the campaign because i was the yeah. armor lock guy online I only use armor lock. Uh, and then playing the campaign, I noticed I would pick it up and then I might, I might die and respawn without it or be a checkpoint and not have it. And just like, no, what? Forget it. I don't really care anymore. Like, right. I just like either give it to me the entire time or because cause when, I, when, I, when I had to go pick it up every time, I just kind of, I, I didn't care anymore. It wasn't that, yeah. that necessary. And it's like, I th- I think it was an important step in Halo because it sort of transformed Halo in, or I shouldn't say Halo, well, maybe it did, I don't know, that's right, but at, at some point Halo went from being a typical shooter into Spartans actually having abilities, and I think that was a smart thing to do because it, it gave Halo its sense of character back a little bit, um, but we'll get in that with the later, the later games, but... I don't know. I, I think there's there's a lot of good ideas here that I just don't think were completely execute, executed correctly. But the core of it is still really good. But the thing is, I whereas in at least I remember like the later games, the core being so good, but there wasn't other things to distract it. Whereas I feel like in Reach, there's just so many things distracting you from the core gameplay that it's easy to get lost. But I had the most fun when I basically was like, all right, I'm not I'm not screwing around with the Spartan abilities. I'm not screwing around with the shields. I'm not screwing around with the jetpack. I'm just going to play Halo and have some fun. And I think it's really good for that. But where my controversial opinion is that I think the lack of a second enemy type where it's just basically Covenant is where I get. I think Halo is better when you have the flood. The occasional brute was there. The occasional. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. I I see. I forgot about we just finished it and I already forgot about him kind of thing. And that's because they don't really do anything like they charge you. That's about it. Like they, they don't really have any, it doesn't really change how I play the game. Um, kind of thing. And it like, you know, I think about Bungie's other games, like, you know, destiny is the one that comes. I guess that really is the only other game. Destiny comes to mind. And like the, the different factions plays so well into those, those core mechanics that it changes how you play and you have to tackle each enemy different. And that's how I always felt about the flood and eventually about the Prometheans and stuff is just like, when you've got that that counterbalance to the covenant and you have to change how you play, I think that's when Halo is better. And I know I know a lot of people think that the flood is very annoying, and I think that you can make a case for that. But the fact that there's only the covenant is just a little—I don't want to say disappointing, but I just think it makes it a weaker game overall. But we'll, I know we'll, we'll I know some people really hate that. But we'll, we'll definitely get to it. Obviously, and I, I, and I, I think I remember the flood. The only issue with the flood is my issue with parts of this game where it just lasted a little too long. Right. Yeah, I think it's, I think that's what I remember my issue with the flood ever being. Um, that said, 
when it comes to reach, um, I can honestly say I love the core. Halo is Halo is uh, one of the kings of shooters for me. Uh, or, or just, excuse me, I mean, like, even, I, I, I would take it a step further, even. I would say Bungie is king of developing, is one of the kings of developing shooters, just because of how good that core is. So I love the core of Reach. My beef will always be, well, I won't take, I'll take that back. My beef so far, playing, playing in chronological, chronological order, is story order, rather, uh, is... What the heck is happening with the story, and why do I care? Yeah, uh, like, and, and that's my biggest beef, because like, because I know there's some Halo, I know there's a bunch of Halo fans that watch the TV show, read all the comic books, read all the novels, the graphic novels, who know the ins and outs. I'm just playing the games here. Like to compare it to Star Wars again, I'm not reading the books, I'm not reading the novels, I'm just watching the movies. So like, playing the games proper, which is where I, which which is. Where, should be the one place to get the main story. I just played through Reach, and I still don't understand the suit situation. <laughs> like, why don't all Marines have suits? So we're right. all super soldiers. Why don't we all have the abilities? It's never the. I don't think it's really directly answered in Reach. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bet it's not. I it's just played not, it. Yeah. Uh, so it's like. And then it leads into Halo CE, which we'll get to. And it's like, why isn't everyone Master Chief? Like, right. I, it, I, I understand why there's one Cortana. One Cortana. They they meant that explicitly clear. Right. My, my issue is like, I, I just have a lot of issues with the lore. Like, they they, they, they sprinkle stuff here and there, and well, it's I, like it doesn't I, I come I, together. I think I said it when we were playing. I was like, the, the best Halo lore is outside of the game. Like. The Fall of Reach book, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic book. And it it legitimately ha- shows you the, the benefits, but as well as the drawbacks of Spartans. Like, and that's, it, it's, it's a very good story, but it's not in any of the games. <laughs> like, and there's some stuff in the later games, if you go digging for it, um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that the it's tough because there's some really neat stuff in Halo, but they don't ever they've never found that balance to tell it correctly. There are um, nuggets of information that are right. placed in the room in different places, and it's like having a living room with a black couch, a, a green love seat, and, a, and like an and an orange table. It's like none of this is coming together. Yeah, I'm interested in that so. one thing. You you never dig deep into it. And then when you do, it's just kind of it's just kind of weird. Yeah, and that's we'll, we'll get to them. And that that's actually one reason why I like one of the games more than a lot of people don't. Um, but we'll get to that game eventually. I, I don't. Maybe maybe at the end of this, we just need to do a Halo recap. You know, a, a overall one because we we it's hard to talk about just one game when you've played the other games, kind of thing. So, but that's the whole point of this thing. But so to to wrap up before we get there, like I I do want to shout out that you know this is a very good remaster. Um, it looks very good. I remember having a huge beef with the original game and the, the freaking motion blur. Like, I, if people don't remember, if you have the ability, go and play original Halo Reach on an Xbox 360. The blur in that game 
gave me headaches. It was I what was with the motion blur? Like even the little number on your rifle when you were walking would blur. Like I don't understand what the point of that was. But this this version of the game they've cleaned it up very very well. And the HDR is very good. I was very surprised by the HDR because we we played half this game on PC and half of this game on console. And um, I only have HDR on console. And it, it looked nice. It just like the way that the the plasma pistol and the uh, I can't. What is the name of that? That's not the Revenant. Um, that's Doom. What the heck's the, the name the, of that? The, the carbine? No, the. Um, well, the the, the 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 needle rifle was pretty nice, but no, the the ship from the Covenant, the big one, the Wraith. Oh, Wraith. oh, yeah. Um, the Wraith, like when it shoots its its blast, or whatever, like the way it was like traveling through the air, and like the HDR on the blast was really cool. Like it, it really highlighted the the aesthetics of the Covenant, you know. And that's when HDR can really shine. And that that was there was some really cool stuff, like the way that the sword glowed in a way that wasn't like, you know, it. it I don't want to go into an HDR rant here, but it's like there's there's a time when HDR is too subtle and there's a there's a time when it's too much. Like they could have easily just made the sword because the sword's awesome, just glow, like just glow beyond belief. It's because it's a sword, but they were very very classy in implementing HDR in a game that was not built with HDR in mind, kind of thing. And that's totally a thing. Like you can tell when something just says HDR thrown in and when it's built from the ground up with HDR. And I was impressed with that aspect of it alone. Um, that you know, it, it was enough that I was like, I kind of want to play this by myself just to see what the game looks like in HDR, sort of thing. But I'm 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 a picture nut kind of guy, so that's I, I understand I'm in the minority on that one. But I, I do want to give credit for that and that. And the PC version runs very very well. Um, I didn't really have any hitching. Every once nope. in a while there was some hitching with, but I think that was more the network connection than sure was. the actual game. It was kind of weird. But I think you're installed on an SSD and I was not. Um, so I'm wondering if that had something to do with it. Like I was trying to load in stuff when you were already had the assets loaded. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, but maybe, yeah. So, but I, th- I think it's fair to say that I, we, I think we've talked enough about it that we can render our verdict on it. Um, I think we're in agreement on this one. I believe we are. Uh, maybe. this is an absolute, uh, pass on to a friend. This is a piece of, I, I, uh, not to not to overinflate it, but this is a piece of uh, Xbox history. Uh, you should you should you should definitely give Halo another run through, um, mm. especially especially if you're a fan of it. I feel like uh, just because like this it's just to see you, like how the Xbox kind of involved as a shooter is just a matter of and and again the the core just the core game of it is still very good. I, uh, Keep in I, mind, we didn't. I'm, we're, we're not. We're just talking campaign. We didn't touch the multiplayer. Right. I'm, Add, I'm, adding the multiplayer, you, you got a whole other level of core gameplay. That's fantastic. I'm. I, I, I don't agree. I. Uh, I think this game is 100% pass on it. Like, I can see the argument, but I don't think there's anything in here that is must play. Um. I think that the fact that the story doesn't go anywhere, the fact that there's not the flood, and while the core of it is very good, I think that there are much better games in this franchise, and I personally think this is by far the weakest of the Bungie games. I don't think it's the weakest Halo game. 
Um, but on the echelon of if I had to rank them in a hierarchy, there's only one game I would put below this. And I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that rationale if this was the last game you played in our series. This being the first, I can't say for sure that it's just not up the fluff compared to the other ones yet. I, but I, still, I, just, I still have to pay the, I still have to play the, the second, well, the first and the second again. The lack of, of Master Chief, I think just it's stupid. Like if <laughs> if if there was something in the story that pushed it to to anything. Like if there was something in the in the story that I could point to that would be like, "All right, like look, this isn't the best Halo game, but you should play it for this reason." This this game I I, I can't even find that though. Like this game should have even... been about building the This game should have ended with a build the master master chief suit or something like not 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 a cortana <laughs> reference like that doesn't she doesn't do anything right that's kind of where i'm at like this i i'm not going i'm on the fence so if you if you want to pass on by i'm i'm, I'm okay with that because I, yeah i just for, for i can't adventure i'm not a fan even like even as like you said like this is a this is a halo game like a mainline halo game at that i just don't think it's there i i just i would argue that there's it also didn't have the ending where you run away where you drive away in the warthog the, like the one of the <laughs> endings of all time so it's right, like with the, the music playing in the background exactly like, that's, that's a good point actually nominal yeah that's, that's a good point i i think i've like my gut is going with pass on it like it kind of hurts a little bit but i think if it, like if you sat me down and was like, you can only play the good Halo games, I would not put this in the good category. It's the Uncharted Four of Halo games. Mm, I would say it's more the what was the the Vita one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, lost something or something? I, I kind of want to know. Like I'm gonna fact check on the it's, air here, but like, like what uh, the hell was the name of that game? Golden Sun or some crap. Oh, Golden Abyss. That's right. Yeah, Golden it Abyss. Yeah. It no. That that's a good comparison though. Like, it's there. It it's got some of what you cool. want in it, but it's just like no. What, you're what, fine. You're fine know, without it. I don't like, know. This is kind of kind of. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess it's accurate. I, I, maybe I enjoyed Golden Abyss more than I should have. Maybe, maybe that's the yeah, case. Did you enjoy drawing on that screen? <laughs> Nobody enjoyed drawing <laughs> on anything. You had to, Tony. No one you enjoys this. So, uh, so I, so are we gonna agree pass on it? I agree. Yeah, we'll pass on it. All right. Ooh, that one. That's gonna. You know, if this is your first time listening, <laughs> it's probably your last. Um, but no, yeah, I, I just can't in good faith say that you should go out of your way to play this game. Like, if if you're a fan of the Halo franchise, you're either gonna play it or not. Like, if you're listening to this and you're maybe like right, right. someone that's sort of like you know, like yeah, I've played a couple of them. Like, True. I just don't think this is one you should like if your time is limited and you only want to play certain things like i just think this isn't the one like this just isn't the one to play so that's a we'll good go, point yeah, yeah that's right we'll go from there i guess so halo reach we're gonna say pass on it ouch so that microsoft endorsement's not gonna come through is it ouch ouch just for real because i mean the i mean the, the other big exclusive they've released on here uh i 
if I recall correctly, uh, the Gears of War, uh, we weren't jumping at the nip to pass that one on either. No, yeah, we... Different scenario, but no, I think that game... Um... It's just a matter of the, the exclusives. Like, it's funny, right. like, we're... we're uh... Well, this this well, this is the story of Microsoft, really. Like they're they yeah, kind of on the fence about, it, and then they have struggled. Other games are really they have good. struggled this entire generation with having just those marquee titles. You know, there there are some very good games. There, but the weirdest thing about Microsoft this generation is that Forza Horizon is their best franchise, easily, easily the best games that they've made this generation, which is just. I don't want to downplay Forza because I've played those games but to death. But like, that's like uh, saying Gran Turismo is the best thing going for, for Sony right now. Right. They don't want that to be the case. Like They want right. it to sell gangbusters. They want it to do well, but they don't want that to be the case. It, yeah, it, it's hard to market a brand around a racing game. Like It just is. It, you, can't have, you can't have a car in front of a, on the cover, like right. uh, as a mascot, rather. Right. So that's, yeah, but... But all right, that's going to do it for this episode. So uh, we ran into a slight snag. So I guess, as usual, we're going to not we're going to do this on the air. Are we playing Overcooked next? What are we doing? We're doing Overcooked because I like some some Overcooked. All right. So our next game will be Overcooked Two. Uh, we'll be playing that on Xbox. It is not available on Xbox Game Pass for PC. Um, so because and I thought about maybe playing the original, but if I remember correctly, the original Overcooked does not have online play. Um, that was something that they uh, added for the sequel. So just a fun fact so everyone knows. Um, that is why we're going to go with Overcooked 2. And uh, we've never really played a a uh, cooperative... What's the word I'm looking for? Video game. No, we have. Um, a cooperative... I can't think of the word. We like we we truly have to rely on each other in this one. Like right, right, exactly. Yeah, and you know because we played the um uh that Castle Crashers type game. I've got the name of it already. Uh, uh, Full Metal Fury. Er, yes, yes. But uh, I see what you're saying. That that is kind of like a, a Borderlands situation where it's like right. I'm doing my thing, you're doing your thing, and then we just gotta get from left to the right part of the screen where it's like this is like we're working in tandem and it's also interesting because we both played this game with other people right and uh to probably well, the first one. so like i i wanted i wanted to make sure to notice that we have not played overcooked 2 at all uh, wait no but, i play overcooked i play overcooked 2 oh okay well then forget everything i just said i have not played <laughs> i have not played overcooked 2 so i, That's I don't on even Switch, know like, right switch has overcooked 2 it's got both of them. I have, yeah, I have Overcooked on, on Switch. That's where I play okay. it on. So because I've only played the original, um, and so like I don't even know what I'm walking into, kind of thing. I don't know what any of the new stuff is. That there is new stuff, et cetera, et cetera. So, but yeah, but all right. So that yeah, that's gonna do it for this episode. Um, so next episode we will be on Overcooked Dose. That's two for all you people. Clock number five, <laughs> and we will see you next time. Good days.